Whether you have $10 or $10 million in the bank, you probably want to get the most interest possible, get the most FDIC coverage possible, and maybe even look into some alternatives to holding your money in the bank. This is Retirement Revealed, where Jeremy Kyle and his guests guide you towards making smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions. We're talking today about how to protect your bank money. Part of protecting your bank money is making sure you don't lose it, but another part is making sure you don't lose out to inflation. I've got Patrice Sikora helping us out again. And I'm curious, Patrice, what do you hear people talking about when it comes to banks, inflation, interest rates? To be honest, number one, not many people I know use a bank anymore. They use a credit union. Number two, they're still talking about inflation and return on their money. So those are the big things. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to lump in credit unions with banks. We'll talk about that. They're virtually the same. There's just a different government regulator, uh, different government body that's doing that insurance protection for you. So I'm just going to lump in credit unions and banks together. There's slight differences. I've got at least one banking client I know of who's listening right now, and it's, he, he knows all the differences, and he's going to maybe tell me about it. And that's right. We'll talk to him soon because there are differences <laughs> between credit unions uh, and banks. Uh, and you're right. People are still concerned about inflation. I can't blame mm -hmm. them. Inflation is generally the number one concern of retirees throughout history, I'll say, if we if we count history as the last 50 years or so. Sure, well, but, face uh, it, I mean, your money, what have you been getting in a bank? You're not right. getting much of anything. Yeah, you go 2009 to 2022, virtually zero. I mean, yeah. obviously not exactly zero, but at least close enough, we're gonna call it zero for right now. And thankfully, uh, the way that interest rates and bonds and different things happen in 2022, uh, now in 2023, you can finally get more on your money. And that's what we're trying to help people figure out is how to get more interest on your money. Although of course, when you hear things like uh, banks failing or debt crises, things like that, it's almost like the first step is to try to protect your money. There's three big things people are looking at right now to both protect their money and get more interest on their money. I've got those three as how do you get the most protection on your bank money? How do you get more interest on your bank money and what alternatives should you consider for your bank money because you don't have to keep your money in the bank right right but let's start with number one i like that first how do you get the most protection on your money yeah everyone seems to be asking me how do you get the most fdic coverage how do you get the most protection for that uh, bloomberg just reached out to me uh, they asked me a few of those questions how do you get more than the two hundred fifty thousand in fdic coverage and what's the difference there between the credit unions and the mm -hmm. the banks and the insurance there and we'll just go through uh, a lot of that where the first thing you need to do is make sure your bank is covered by the fdic that's the federal deposit insurance corporation uh, or if it's a credit union there's the NCUA, the National Credit Union Administration. And they're both virtually the same when it comes to the insurance protection. But step one is go to FDIC.gov or go to NCUA.gov and you can check that out. Don't rely on the sticker on the door, although that sticker on the door of your bank ought to be pretty reliable, but just go straight there. Go to FDIC.gov or go to NCUA.gov and plug in your bank, make sure you actually have a bank or credit union that has the insurance protection. 
The second step is make sure you get the most coverage possible at that one bank. A lot of people hear the $250,000 limit. Well, when you look into it, it's $250,000 per depositor per account type. And there's so many different account types. Mm. We're not going to get uh, into that fully. Uh, but there's calculators on the homepage too, where you can go to the homepages of FDIC, NCUA, and plug in who is the ownership uh, how much is in this type of account, and they'll tell you, uh, are you fully protected? Uh, you need that coverage, that calculator, because it's not just 250,000. And I'll just give an example of a married couple. And you might think married couple, two people, each one has 250,000 of coverage. Well, if you throw all that into one bank account, that's just one type of account. That joint account is just the one type of account. Uh, 250 is, not your coverage amount. You might think it's only 250. Well, it's actually, there's two people, right? That's 250 times two. That's 500,000 of coverage from that one joint account. And of course, what if you're in the great situation, you have more than 500,000? Well, you can have 250,000 of coverage on an individual account for the one spouse, 250,000 of coverage on an individual account for the other spouse. And of course, the 500,000 of coverage we just talked about if you have a joint account for those two spouses. So if there's two of you, it's not the 250,000 limit that's real easy, it's the million dollar limit that gets to be real easy. If you've gone through and set up those different types, you gotta look into the different type of accounts. And it's easy to do that when you go to the website, the FDIC.gov, the NCUA.gov. Now that's the first two steps, and you might be in the situation uh, it's a great situation where you've got more than the million dollars of coverage. That's really the first question that Bloomberg reached out to me and asked. And the answer is to start looking at multiple banks, right? If you have a few hundred thousand, if you have a, a, a million or $2 million, well, you can probably just handle that yourself. Go to a place like bankrate.com, depositaccounts.com. They're going to show you some really high interest rates, the different types of accounts, the different banks you can go to, and you might be able to handle it on your own, right? Have your own regular bank, go out and get another bank. So now you've got two banks, you can have double the coverage, right? Because you've got two of those, those banks on there. But what if you have millions upon millions? Or what if you're in a business? Because businesses don't have really the same types of coverage that individuals do. Again, that's a good problem to have, but you should really look into some places like maxmyinterest.com, where you can have just one login and when you log into it, they will open up multiple accounts for you. You don't have to go around to really? seven different banks. Yeah, it's a, it's a good place to be, right? You, you plug it in, of course they charge a fee and you wanna look into that because you know maybe their fee is changing. I'm sure there's a lot of mm -hmm. demand there. So you can go to maxmyinterest.com, take a look at the fee that they charge, uh, which seems like a, a good way to go because then you're, you're able to get those different types of accounts. Uh, there are one thing Max My Interest does is if you have your money in one account and another bank comes along with a higher interest rate, they'll automatically open that account for you and move your money to the higher interest rate. Yeah, so it's a, it's a way to be a little bit more hands-off. Now, of course, you might have more than a few million dollars or you might be a business or a trust. There's a place uh, that's local to me in Wisconsin that's called American Deposit Management. They'll open those accounts for a trust. They'll open those accounts for a business. And it's somewhat similar to Max My Interest, uh, but it's it's just wild how many different bank wow. uh, accounts that they have where they can 
put millions upon millions upon millions at work by using different banks and having that ability to make sure that you've got the full coverage of FDIC uh, in each uh, each account that you want to open. Or there's another place, it's called Intrafi Network. They have something called ICS, which is for their cash service, places like savings accounts, bank accounts, or if you're somebody that has, especially back in the day, when it was only 100,000 of coverage, mm-hmm. you might have heard of something called CDARS, C-D-A-R-S. It's the same uh, company, the Intrafi Network, that puts this together, but you walk into your one bank, your one bank branch, and they'll take your deposits, but they won't hold it there. They'll move it all around the country so that you get all the FDIC coverage that you need or want to have, but just have the one banking relationship. So there's lots of different uh, alternatives, lots of different ways to go about to make sure you're getting the best coverage, getting more than 250,000 of coverage. And of course you might be thinking, well, um, why do I bother with banks? Maybe, maybe you wanna start looking at some alternatives to your bank money. And right now it seems like the alternative is these treasury bills, treasury bonds that are backed by the full faith and credit of the US government. These treasury bills, treasury bonds in 2023 are paying some of the higher interest rates around. And if you are somebody that's concerned a bit about the banks, uh, then you might wanna look into those short-term or medium-term even treasury uh, instruments, the, the bills, the notes, the bonds that are out there where it's backed by the US government. Do you need a bank to get those? It's Jeremy Kyle here, and I know you're listening to the Retirement Reveal Podcast because you want to learn more about making great retirement decisions. I've created a free video course for you to do just that. Head over to 5stepretirementplan.com and sign up to receive this video training right in your email inbox. We broke down our 5-step retirement plan into bite-sized videos so you can get started on the retirement, investment, and tax planning you need to create a consistent retirement income. Go to 5stepretirementplan.com Use the number or spell it out. You'll get there either way. Fivestepretirementplan.com. Thanks for listening. And now for the rest of the show. Well, you don't need a bank to get the treasury bills and the treasury bonds. You can go directly to Treasury Direct, uh, or you can buy those through a brokerage account. So you don't need the bank, although I suppose your money usually flows through a bank somehow, right? (laughs) Your money throws through a bank and you've got that connected up to your brokerage account or to a place called Treasury Direct, where then you can transfer the money on over to go out and buy those those treasury bills, those treasury bonds. All right, now you've been talking about protecting your money, and that's wonderful. You're starting to hint at uh, getting a better return on your money, though. How do you get a better return? How do you get a better interest rate? Yeah, you've really just got to pay attention, make a plan. Right now, I'm just reading news articles between J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of America. It's the two biggest... Uh, banks out there in the U.S., there's something like $4 trillion in deposits that are sitting uh, with those two big banks. Hmm. When you go to their online website and say, how much are they paying for checking accounts, savings accounts, the answer is incredibly close to zero, right? (laughs) You've got incredibly close to zero uh, that you get on a lot of these bank deposits. And so you're you're missing out on lots of money. Uh, What's even worse is some of these big banks you walk into the bank branch and you ask for a CD, you ask for a money market, uh, they'll give you close to 0% on it, uh, especially when it comes to the CD. 
They'll give you close to 0%. And you say, what's a six month CD gonna pay me or a one year CD? But then in these brokerage areas, it's something called the secondary market. They're actually offering six month CDs, one year CDs at market rates, you know, mm -hmm. rates around 4%, maybe even close to 5%. And so that's just, that's just plain wrong in my mind where they're just relying on just inertia, the, the fact that most people just don't move their money as much. They're just relying on that to pay out a really low interest rate, but you deserve to get more interest on your bank money. And all you need to do is be proactive, right? The, the first step is to consider how much do you truly need in your, your day-to-day -day account, like your low interest checking account, or if you have a savings account at the same bank as your checking account, that's really helpful because you can move money from savings to check-in and have that ready to go that same day. Uh, but I've just got to ask you, when do you actually need all your money in one day? I hear so many people saying, well, what if I need it? What if I need it today? Uh, mm. I, I don't know I've ever come across a situation where you truly needed the money today. Like it's 11 a.m. and there's a huge problem if you don't get your money by 2 p.m. You know, usually there's a couple days time. You, you know that you're closing out a house. You know that mm. you're writing a check to the contractor for the kitchen remodel. Uh, you know that you're, you know, what, whatever it is, it's, it takes you a couple of days, probably you, you've got a couple of days time. So if you have places that are not the bank that you have your checking account with, you know, you can take a couple of days to let that money come on over. And if you have a, your certain amount, right, you've got your amount, 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, whatever the amount of money is that you need available uh, today, you know, within the next week or so at, at your, local bank at your regular bank everything else really should be getting as high of an interest rate as possible thankfully the answer to how to get more interest is probably the same answer as how do i protect my money how do i get the most bank insurance coverage if you're a do-it-yourself person check out depositaccounts.com check out bankrate.com they seem to be the best places i can find that just have a, a listing of here's where you can get a one year CD, a six month CD, an 18 month CD, and even links to here's where you can go and click through to open the account there. Uh, if you're someone that wants to be more hands off, well that Max My Interest focuses on those online high yield savings accounts. That American Deposit Management is really good for the trust accounts, right? If you have a revocable trust, uh, if you're a business, they also have a CD service, right? You, you can't get CDs through Max My Interest, but you can through American Deposit Management uh, or that Interfi, their, their ICS, their cash service, or the CDARs. You know, you can have your bank find you the best interest and it might not be with them, probably won't be with them. It'll be with other banks uh, outside of them through that Interfi service. Or I suppose back to the hands-on a little bit now, those treasury bills, you can go to Treasury Direct and buy treasury bills directly from the treasury. That's why it's called Treasury Direct. There's no commission, uh, or you can use a brokerage account. You can use a brokerage account to buy those treasury bills, uh, those treasury bonds, treasury notes. Uh, if you already bought an I-bond in the last two years, and just about everyone that's caring about uh, interest rates right now has bought an I-bond in the last two years, you had to go to Treasury Direct to get that I-bond. And that same Treasury Direct is where you can buy those bills and notes, treasury instruments, uh, interest rate accounts from the, the treasury directly from them, you know, directly from the government without a commission. 
Here's the downside though, is you basically have to wait until the account matures. If you buy a one year treasury bill, it's gonna come due a year from now and you cannot cash in early, at least through Treasury Direct. You've got to transfer it over to a brokerage account. So if you think there's a chance you might cash in the money early, but you really like the interest rate, you might want to just go ahead and buy that Treasury bill, buy that Treasury note directly through the brokerage account. The bottom line is you deserve to get more interest and you need a plan to do that. Uh, look in the savings accounts that are online. Look in the CDs. Look in those different banking services. It's not about uh, I've got my one bank and I hope they give me some good interest. It's creating a plan and looking for the different areas that give you a much higher interest rate. You just mentioned different services. What are some alternatives to banks? What should you consider for your money? Yeah, it, it used to be simple where you probably just used one bank. You know, you had a checking account there, savings account there. Right. Uh, maybe you had some CDs from there. Uh, maybe you went to a bank down the street because they had a, a CD special and you want to get some extra interest on that. But then interest rates got incredibly low from 2009 to 2022. And yes, you could shop around online. You know, some of these services came around. But really, you know, what did you get? An extra half a percent? you know, maybe one percentage point. Well, right now, uh, and this is all info from depositaccounts.com, the national average on savings accounts, the average nationwide is about 0.4%. Well, the top rates are 4.4. You know, that's a that's four a percentage difference. point difference, Yeah. right? That's a huge difference where you can do nothing and get close to zero or do something and get four percentage points higher. Uh, when it comes to one-year CDs, the national average is around three and the top one-year CDs around 5%. So you can get two percentage points higher by looking around and locking in mm -hmm. your money at a higher rate because you took the time to look around. And it's not just now, it's not just about find the best banks that are around. Uh, here's a term I really want everyone to keep in mind. And that term is money market. It's not just what's called a money market. You might go to your bank or your brokerage account and they'll call this a money market, which is kind of like a savings account and it's just a, a different way to get just about the same thing. But just think of the term money market because it's your money and there's a market for your money. There's actually different markets for your money. You don't have to rely on only bank accounts or savings accounts. You don't have to rely on one area to get an interest rate. Here's some other areas to get some great uh, interest rates. One of them, the first one to consider, because everyone else seems to be considering it, are those treasuries, right? The treasury bills, the treasury bonds, the treasury notes, uh, especially in 2022, uh, those took off to where those are some of the best interest rates around was the treasury bills. That's an alternative to the bank. Consider looking at treasury bills and treasury bonds to get a better interest rate than what you could get at the bank. Something that's in your 401k, it's called a stable value fund. A lot of uh, 401ks have a stable value fund that's got an interest rate that's kind of set. And in a time like 22 and 23, that, that rate might actually be set below the market. But you go back in 2009, 2015, right, that time where interest rates were so incredibly low, the rate that was set on these 401k stable value accounts was really 
above the market rates that are out there. You should look into your 401k stable value plan. What's the interest rate and should I make use of it? You might have old accounts. Maybe you have this old account, like an old annuity from way back when that has a guaranteed minimum interest rate. I've seen those guaranteed minimums as high as 4%, which here in 2023, you might say, oh, 4%, who cares? I can get that somewhere else. Well, for the last 12, 13 years, 4% was an incredibly good rate. And if you happen to have had that old account with that old guaranteed minimum, you know, the company made you a promise and you can look into it and make use of that promise. Your old annuities might be a good place to get some uh, good interest out there. Speaking of annuities, uh, it seems like in this market year, June, 2023, that the three to five year annuities have higher rates than bank CDs or treasury bonds of that, that same time frame. Now keep in mind, this could change, right? You've got to look in and say, if I'm locking my money in for two years, three years, five years, seven years, and I only want an interest rate, consider a CD, consider a treasury, consider an annuity. It's just part of the money market. And uh, some of them might have a better interest rate than others. Look into it, look into the rules uh, that are there and realize that your old assumptions uh, sometimes need to be changed, right? Whatever we're talking about today, whatever you think is going on with CDs and treasuries and, and 401k stable value plans, uh, annuities, all these things, uh, you can't just make an assumption that what happens today is happening for all time, right? It's not just the money market, but it's the money markets. There's different markets for the different types of accounts that are out there. And for some reasons, uh, one might pay better than the other. So at the time you're looking for a good interest rate, look at all the different areas and go and find that highest interest rate. Although here's one assumption that might work all the time. I'm not gonna say it's gonna work all the time. It's not 100%, but it's, it's gonna work most of the time. Just paying down debt. Who of cares course, about 5% yeah. savings account when you've got debt at 10% or higher, right? Look you at talk, your debt. Talk about your credit cards. Look at those. Yeah. Take a, take a look and find the things that are, uh, you're paying out money at a higher interest rate. Uh, go down and pay those, those interest rates first. Now, of course, here's an assumption. Here's why those assumptions, you can't 100% of time saying you always got to do this because what if you got a mortgage two or three or four years ago, and it's at two and a half percent interest. And you can go get a one year CD at 5%. It's it's hard to argue that you're better off right. paying down the two and a half percent mortgage when you go lock in your 5% interest rate. So paying down your debt is most of the time a good idea. But again, you can't make an assumption. You've got to do your research, make a plan, understand there's different markets for your money, and you can go out and find really good interest rates by just looking around. That sounds like a great idea. And if you're like my mother, she does that. Well, that's good. Good yeah. for her, right? And and that's exactly it. Where I don't think you owe the banks anything, right? They've paid you at a low interest rate for the last 12, 13, 14 years. Uh, now that you could get a higher interest rate somewhere else, don't feel any loyalty to your bank, go take your money to the places that will get you the higher interest. And of course, as we've talked through, when you're trying to find the higher interest, 
you will probably go ahead and get the most protection on your bank money because you're spreading things out and you're making sure that you've got that FDIC coverage and you're getting the highest interest by looking at other banks. And if you're buying those treasury bills, you've got the full faith and credit of the US government. And if you're buying annuities, well, definitely look into the guarantees that are backed by those annuities. It's not FDIC, it's not NCUA, but there are oftentimes some guarantees with annuities. You gotta look into that. There's three big things you need to do when you're trying to protect your, your bank money. Uh, it's get the most protection by getting the most out of the FDIC coverage. While you're doing that, you're gonna get the most interest on your bank money. And of course, don't just assume and don't only look at the bank. Look at these alternatives uh, that we've been we've been talking about. And we'll have all these steps listed on our website at retirement-revealed.com. And then if you like more ideas on how to make your retirement great, just go ahead right now, click that subscribe button. Patrice, thanks for coming on today and helping us go through these ideas on how to protect your bank money and get the best interest that you can while you're doing it at the same time. My pleasure, always. Yeah, you got it. And thank you for listening to the Retirement Reveal podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you will make better money decisions. This was another great episode of the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to automatically get our latest episodes. If you liked our show and want even more, please give us a rating and a review at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would love to hear from you. Please go to retirement-revealed.com to learn more and send us your questions and feedback. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners, Thrivent, or its affiliates. The guests are not affiliated with or endorsed by Thrivent Advisor Network. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal accounting or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have with your investment planning.